With Travis Dunn and Scott Taylor on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Near side, Reese Gaber shoots, scores! Talking all things from the blue line to the red line. A breakaway for Kaprizov. He's in. He shoots, he scores! And beyond. Sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now here are your hosts, Travis Dunn and Scott Taylor. Aha, uh-huh. from the Nillis Law Firm studio, at least I am, and broadcasting on the Mighty 790 KFGO. And 104.7 FM. It is the drive time. It is the drive time hockey show. So each and every Thursday night at 5:30, we appreciate you joining us. We hope you make your ride home or your ride to wherever you're go going uh, that much more fun. I'm Travis. Down with my co-host Scott Taylor. First thing I wanted to make sure to do though is thank our sponsors: uh, Nillis Law Firm for the studio sponsorship, the Golf Center in Grand Forks, Royal Flinglestead Arena, the Sioux Shop, Dave Noah, Remax Realty, uh, Remax Legacy. Pardon me, at Jarrell's Hockey World and the Pilot Mountain Hockey Academy. Scott is sitting in a rink getting watched, ready to watch the Montreal Canadiens versus the Winnipeg Jets. How are you doing, Scott? I'm okay. I can barely hear you here. Uh, and it's only going to get louder, so bear with me tonight. Um, this is our first go at the rink, um, and um, yeah, it's loud. Yeah, you sound you sound perfect. I will talk loud so you can hear us, and uh, we, we appreciate that, too, all the way between here and Winnipeg. We do the show on Zoom, if you're wondering, so therefore, we are up on YouTube Live right now. You can see Scott sitting in the arena in Winnipeg. What's the name of that arena again? I always forget. The Canada Life Center. The Canada Life Center in downtown Canada Winnipeg. So I'll show it to you. I'll give you a little tour. Here we go. There's the ring. Can you see? There we go. Oh, it's like, it's, for a radio and show, go, that's pretty good. We go this way, and there's a scoreboard that's blowing up right now. Uh, it will and be it's blowing loud, up. Loud, loud, loud. You know, and there's nobody in the rink for 28 four minutes. Is it strictly music that they're blasting? Yeah, they're basically practicing. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're practicing. Yeah. The big show that starts at six o'clock. We do that quite often at the at the Ralph Engelstead Arena when I'm doing when I do have done the show there. Uh, yeah, they practice with the music. Uh, why I have no idea. It's uh, you know it's it is loud, but we'll we'll work our way through it. One thing I've learned, uh, Scott, I was watching the Minnesota Wild last night. Kaprizov is pretty doggone good, isn't he? Yeah, he was worth every penny. Remember, we had that conversation about. Um, a guy who had basically played 55 games of hockey for that club, and they gave him that gigantic contract. Yep. And we wondered out loud whether that was a good purchase. Clearly, it was a good purchase. Yep. He is a top five elite player in the National Hockey League. Uh, it's pretty tough to find anybody that you could say is better other than McDavid, maybe. Matthews at the top of his game. Crosby. 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, other than that, Kaprizov is right up there with the best. I mean, look, hockey's just loaded with great, great talent. Um, Patrick Kane is still a whale of a hockey player. Mark Scheifele here in Winnipeg is outstanding. A Cole Caulfield one day might be a great player. He's learned how to score some goals. He's yep. going to be pretty solid. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, of course, in Colorado, who led his team to the, the Stanley Cup along with Kale McCarr. Yeah, there's a lot of great players in this league, and, and Kirill Kaprizov is right up there with the, the best. And we talk about the growth of the game. We do each and every week. Uh, every every venue that's talking hockey says that very thing. From the top to the bottom now, the, the depth of hockey is amazing, and the talent level is phenomenal as your music gets cranked up. But, uh, man, I tell you what, you sit back and watch the talent level, and remember, they're doing this on a blade of I- blade 
that has what a quarter of an inch or less uh, 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 touching the ice at all times at a speed that's really quite phenomenal well, I think the teaching of the game has changed dramatically as well. You know, we've talked about the fact that not only these players skate so well, but back when you played and you went to training camp, you would spend a summer back in Winnipeg working at a full-time job. Right. And, and enjoying time with your friends, going to the lake, and having a good chuckle. And then you got in shape during training camp. There's no getting in shape during training camp anymore. They take maybe a month off, head to Cabo for a while, and then they get back and go straight to the rink, yeah. and they work out all summer long. These guys are just in remarkable physical condition, and they have such incredible skills that they've developed because of great teaching in minor hockey over a number of years. And and by the time they get to junior, uh, they're almost the finished product. Yeah, very much so. And the noise you hear in the background is uh, Scott is in the in the arena in Winnipeg where the Montreal Canadiens will be visiting the Winnipeg Jets here at, in about an hour or so. Make sure to stay tuned after this particular episode of Game on Hockey as we have a little Philadelphia at Houston football game. And on the 740, the fan will be a Houston at Philadelphia baseball game. Uh, so a lot of Philadelphia, Houston. Talk about history. Houston and Philadelphia playing baseball and football uh, it seems, well, you know, anyway, pretty amazing the two cities are having success, aren't they? Well, I, I got to chuckle to that, that how they figured that out. But I wouldn't say two cities are having success in baseball and, and the Philadelphia Eagles are having success in football. But the Eagles are also 14-point favorites on the road tonight. The Houston Texans yeah, good point. Aren't, aren't the Houston Astros. <laughs> no, that's true. It shows The Texans could use Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, the guests on the show today, well, we're, it's a special edition, and it's very appropriate that the Montreal Canadiens are, are in Winnipeg because uh, well, our guest that we'll be spending a majority of the show with, um, at about, from about 5.50 to about 6.25, will be Craig Ludwig, a former a uh, defense partner of mine at the University of North Dakota, two-time NCAA hockey champion, 1980-1982, goes to the Montreal Canadiens, wins the Stanley Cup with the Canadiens, and then uh, finishes off his career in 1999 with the Dallas Stars, his final game winning uh, a Stanley Cup. So two-time Stanley Cup, I think it was three-time WCHA champion, two-time NCAA hockey champion, two-time, well, I probably won a bunch of league championships too, but uh, Stanley Cup, we'll be spending a lot of time with him. The man with the, the, man with the shin pads, and even you, you, Scott, are, you're very aware of those shin pads, aren't you? And those, that was a pretty cute picture. The amazing part about Ludwig's career, I think, is the end. He wins the Stanley Cup in a season in which he played 80 games, um, a full season in the National Hockey League in his 17th year of professional hockey. Wins the Stanley Cup, hangs it up, and was tremendous all season long. There's no reason why he couldn't have played three or four more seasons. I don't think. I want to ask him about that when he joins. You definitely will. And there's also a, a great story about he he signed a contract one year for $900,000. And Tim Hennessy was telling the story. Why didn't you sign for a million? He said, well, because when they pay a million dollars, they expect more out of you. So he took $900,000 instead. Uh, also joining us today will be Billy Keene. That name, obviously, Mike Keene, Stanley Cup champion. Jackson Keene played at UND. Now he's playing professional. Billy Keene is at the Pilot Mount Hockey Academy, the U18 program. And Paulie, if he's in there waiting, I'm not sure if he's joined us yet. But when he jumps on board, we'll, we'll visit with him as well. But that Keene lineage is an awful deep one, isn't it, Scott? Well, not, not only was, was Jackson a, a champion here in Winnipeg and went on to play at UND, and, and Mike won three Stanley Cups, Billy Sonjordi is the captain of the University of Manitoba Bisons this year. 
So yeah, keen hockey is pretty serious hockey. And and it's very interesting that we've got a three-time Stanley Cup champion as guest Craig Ludwig and the brother of the three-time Stanley Cup champion, Billy Keen. Well, and that with that, I tell you what, when we, we, we do entrances, we do it right. And joining us now is Billy Keene. He's sitting in his car somewhere near Pilot Mound, Manitoba, I anticipate after being in a rink. Bill, welcome back to our, uh, the game on, and we appreciate you joining us on a, a beautiful Thursday night. Scott, fire away. Well, Billy, you're back coaching. How have you enjoyed the first couple of months this season? Well, hey, uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, you guys do a great job with it. And it's, Scott, you and I go back a lot of years. And it's great, great, uh, great to connect with you again. And then Travis, thanks for having me. But yeah, you know, we've, uh, we, we've got a, we've got a new, new program here at, at Pilot Mound. It's, uh, it, it's an expansion franchise, quite frankly. And, and uh, you guys know what expansion franchises go through, other than Las Vegas. You know, I mean, Las Vegas had a, had a, had a pretty good, pretty good uh, <laughs> kick of the cat for their first year, but you know we're 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 kind of a little more traditional on the on the uh, expansion side of it. We're you know we're we're uh, we're we're a group that's you know we're, we've had a hard time you know in terms of the last you know our, our start you know, but we've got a I've got a group of of kids that are real coachable kids you know where we uh, we want to we won an exhibition game in in preseason, but we're you know we're 0 11 at this point, but you know what it's. Uh, Again, they're they're real coachable. They're good kids, and and uh, and I I only expect better, you know, bigger, better things out of, out of a, a group that that wants to get better. Well, you came in. You're not just an expansion team. You were at zero coming off of COVID when this program started. Uh, you had maybe a couple of guys off the U17 team if you could bring them up. Um, you, you were at nothing, and now you're at something. I understand your goaltenders are not bad. I understand your forwards are getting better. This is going to be a long building process for you, isn't it? Yeah, you know, as it's uh, you know when you're when you're building foundations around good kids that are coachable kids, yeah, that's that's the foundation, right? You got to have you got to have good citizens. You got to have you know good discipline, good you know be respectful kids and good teammates, and and that, that's the foundation, you know, for for year one. And uh, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna Again, we're, we've we've taken our lumps a little early, but bottom line is, you know, we're we're getting better, and and uh, you know, like the Canadian Sports School League, you know, does start to tier, uh, tier that you know the league throughout the year, and you know, so our our uh, you know we, we've had some lopsided you know uh, losses, but you know we're we're getting better, and and uh, you know we 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 played the rink, you know, which to me is the gold standard, and 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 uh, in this Canadian Sports School League. You know, we lost to him seventeen two early in uh in like you know, early in the year and and uh we lost to him ten nothing, you know, the other day. So, you know, to me that that's 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 baby steps. <laughs> and uh so, you know, that's that's uh we're looking forward to heading we're heading into Winnipeg this weekend, you know, for another another showcase and we're gonna play uh you know, some ability appropriate teams and then uh, you know, we're hoping to have some good results and, and some good opportunities to get better every day. And I, that's really what we're talking about. It's you know, we're, we're, you know, my, I'm preaching sure the kids, you know, either there, there's two ways we can approach today and that's, you know, we got to get better or we get worse. So let's, let's get better today. The voice here is Billy Keene. He's the U18 coach at the Pilot Mount Hockey Academy. Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn, the game on hockey on the mighty 790 KF and 104.7 FM. Billy, you know, you've been around this game an awful long time. You look at the facilities that Pilot Mount is putting together. Awful exciting for people that might be looking for a place to play, whether it be Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana. Tell them how great those facilities are. 
It, these facilities are game changers, fellas. It, it's uh, they're quite remarkable. They really are. I mean, you know, ownership is, is spending close to four four million dollars on 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 the facilities, and and uh, you know, in terms of their, you know, the kids are going to have their own rooms. You know, they're going to have their own desks in the rooms. They're going to have, you know, their their, you know, the the captain's beds and and lots of storage. So it's, you know, when you're recruiting players from you know from from uh, from you know different locations. When you've got the opportunity to you know have a, a tremendous facilities, uh, some tremendous you know sleeping quarters, you know I, I'm hearing you know there's lots of you know Canadian sports schools that that have you know uh, you know three and four kids per room. Well, you know we, we got one guy per room, so and, and I, or one girl per room. So it's it's uh it really is uh, quite a remarkable facility, and and uh, we're looking forward to you know to you know providing that opportunity for a lot of you know a lot of student athletes here in the future. We often talk about U.S. players getting the opportunity to play for you um, and for the other coaches at Pilot Mound. Uh, you got a goaltender from Chicago. Tell us about Miles Gordon. You know our, our goaltenders have been dynamite, and and I'm including Miles. I mean, Miles is a you know he's a he's a tremendous athlete. He's a, he's a workhorse. I mean, our our, our goaltenders are are. I'm, gonna, I, I'm confident they're breaking some Canadian sports school hockey league records for shots on goal. You know, so it's, it's, uh, I, I'm confident in, in trying to, uh, I'll say that right now, but without knowing the stats, but I mean, there's, we, we got outshot 101 to 15, uh, you know, about, uh, about two weeks ago and the goaltenders were dynamite, absolutely dynamite. So, you know, they're, they're like miles is a, obviously a big part of that. Casey Castleberry, is our other goaltender. He's a Saskatoon kid and he's come in and done a fantastic job. And so it's it, it certainly, you know, with miles being in Chicago and, you know, and Casey being in Saskatoon, we, we really have a, a, a multicultural team. You know, we've got, uh, we've got some Americans, we got, you know, some, we got two Russians, we got a Ukrainian, we got, you know, some, some Western Canadians, we got some Eastern Canadians. we got a kid from Saudi Arabia. We got a Taiwanese, so it really is a quite a diverse yeah. group, and it's uh, you know it's it, it's an interesting group. It's a fun group, you know, and I'm, I'm having a good time with it. And you know, we we certainly uh, you know we're we're moving along, making progress every day, and that's that's the exciting thing. Uh, the enthusiasm, Billy Keen, you sure carry it. And, and if you're a player in Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana, looking for a place to go, wouldn't you want to play for that man? The enthusiasm and the coaching and everything else that comes with it. We appreciate you joining us on this beautiful Thursday night. Enjoy the rest of it. You know, you're you're the uh, you're the precursor to Craig Ludwig. And you know, have you ever been, you know, in that kind of, uh, you know, uh, your name and his name in the same sentence? Not a chance. Craig's, uh, he's won national championships in the WCHA. He's won Stanley Cups. And, you know, like, uh, Craig and my brother played together in Montreal. Okay. And, there you uh, go. so they, yeah, so they've, I, I think I, I, again, I, I might've been in the bar with Craig one night, but it's, <laughs> it, uh, you know, certainly it's, it's, uh, you know, that Craig and Craig, whenever you, whenever you play together, your teammates together and you, you walk forever together. And, uh, yeah. so yeah, say hi to Craig for me. And, and, uh, you know, I, and again, I, I, me- I remember those big shin pads. Uh-huh. I, I got, believe me, I've got, I'm telling my defensemen to put more cotton bat in their shin pads because of what Craig used to do back in the day. You got that I'm right. I'm sure he emptied out a few pharmacies of their cotton bat every day to <laughs> put a cotton bat in the shin pads. Oh, you got that right. And those are their famous. We'll ask them those questions about those, uh, those very famous shin pads. Billy, thank you very much. We sure appreciate you jumping on board. Enjoy the rest of your evening. 
Have a great night, guys. Take care. See you again. Thanks, it. Billy. Good to see you. Well, you're listening to the, the Mighty 790 KFJO. This is indeed Game On with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn. Billy Keene jumping off. Well, this is the Nillis Law Firm Studio. Established in the early 1900s, the Nillis Law Firm provides legal services in more than 10 areas of practice, including business and corporate law, estate planning, wills and trusts, probate, commercial litigation, adoption services, as well as real estate. A division of Nillis Law Firm is Northern Title, which provides complete closing and escrow services, along with title insurance policies for all types of real estate transactions in North Dakota, as well as Minnesota. Call Nillis Law Firm at 701-237-5544 or look them up on the World Wide Web at nillislaw.com. So again, Scott, you know, we, 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 we talk Pilot Mountain each week. You know, they, they're, they're a sponsor of our program. We allow them to come on. But I tell you what, if you're looking for a place for a youngster to play, to develop skills, not only from the hockey playing, but life skills and the ability to get along with people, Saudi Arabia and Taiwan. I mean, how many people have those kind of teammates? It's not just that. It's a, it's it's such a wonderful opportunity to play. This, right. These teams are trying to get better. Um, they won the championship as the U-17 team before COVID. And then COVID, as it did to a lot of places, beat them up. Yep. Then they bring in a U-18 team, so they're trying to rebuild there. So there are places for people to play if you want to go and play hockey. And not only that, you've got these brand-new dorms going up. You can get on the ice all day, every day practice every day you do your schooling in the morning it is a full-time hockey opportunity and we talked about miles gordon from chicago and casey castleberry from from saskatoon both of those players were at academies in other cities and came to pilot mound castleberry was at notre dame and wilcox saskatchewan and um uh, gordon was at the rink in Kelowna. And decided both of them decided once they saw Pilot Mound and the opportunities were available there, they went to Pilot Mound. So, so I think for any young player on either side of the border, but certainly a young player um, looking for something different, right, and, and something bigger than playing in your high school league. If you're looking for something bigger, Pilot Mound is the place to go because they travel right to the West Coast um, every weekend. So the, it's it's. Yeah. It's certainly a lot of fun. And the competition is stiff. Well, I'll tell you what, talking about bigger, bigger shin pads, we'll be talking about that. A bigger guy wins Stanley Cup rings, has a big handful of rings. Craig Ludwig will be, Craig Ludwig will be joining us, former UND Fighting Sioux, Montreal, Canada, and, of course, a Dallas star. Well, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Game on Hockey, by the way, with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn on a Thursday night on the Mighty 790 KFJO and 104.7 FM. 104.7 KFGO FM Hope. And on the triple towers of power, the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. And welcome back to the Nils Law Firm Studio, broadcasting on the Mighty 790 KFJO and 104.7 FM. Wherever you are, however you are listening, we sure appreciate that. If you're driving home on a beautiful Thursday night in Fargo, North Dakota, appreciate you tuning in. And uh, if you're looking for drive time with uh, Jack Sunday, well, he'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock to keep you uh, on those roads and give you the updates you need to get where you're going safely. Again, uh, uh, with my partner, Scott Taylor, uh, we appreciate you joining us each and every week. And, uh, well, my next guest, our next guest, I said mine, our next guest, well, my old defense partner of mine way back, way, way back when he wore those tube skates, not the ones with the plastic bottoms on them uh, like they wear today, all those fancy things. Uh, Craig Ludwig, usually we don't do a guest for 40 minutes or 35 minutes, but we're going to do it with you because there are so many questions that we have to ask. And with that, Scott's going to read a commercial first to pay a bill because you're familiar with that because of Suds with Luds, and we'll get to that conversation too. But go ahead, Scott, do your commercial first. 
Oh, thanks, Travis. You got In business it. for 50 years. The 2021 U.S. Bauer Retailer of the Year, and they're right here in our backyard. That's Jarrell's Hockey World. You have access to experts who will outfit you and what you need to succeed on the ice because hockey is what they do. As a Bauer Game Fit dealer, it allows Jarrell's to scan your head, feet, and shooting style to ensure the best performance. Wherever you're hearing this message in North Dakota, Manitoba, Minnesota, remember that Jarrell's has a good stock of CCM and Warrior sticks, bags, and equipment, plus true skates and sticks, True skates made right here in Winnipeg. And introducing new for the season, goalie equipment and sticks, including Vaughn. Goal equipment that can be ordered in custom colors. Remember that. Jarrell's has Winwell off-ice training items as well. And don't forget, Jarrell's has the best in referee jerseys and gear, as well as figure skating equipment. Jarrell's Hockey World has it all, and the service department will ensure that your gear is tuned up and ready to go. Jarrell's Hockey World, 1004 South Washington Street in Grand Forks. Call 701-775-0553, Travis. You got it. Hey, and, and one thing, uh, Craig, before we get started, Billy Keene said to say hi. He thinks he sat in a bar with you somewhere and had some beverages years ago. I just wanted to make sure to pass that along. He's one of thousands of people to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm proud true. to say that I'm still here to tell you about it. Exactly right. Well, Scott's got a lot of questions. I have few because I've spent some time with you, but uh, Scott covered you, and, and, and he's in Winnipeg tonight, the Canadian de Montreal. We'll be playing the Winnipeg Jets in Winnipeg, a city you love to visit. But I heard that you were afraid of the big picture at the end of the Winnipeg Arena back in the day, the picture of the Queen. What was your first, what was your first impression of that? I didn't know who the hell it was. <laughs> that, that's what I was afraid. I came from Grand Forks, North Dakota, UND. I don't know who them people are, <laughs> it's, especially royalty. So uh, sad to hear that that's all over with. But uh, you know what? That was my first uh, NHL building. And I can remember the first time I went there, uh, we went there to watch Dougie Smale play. So um, that was my first taste. And I remember sitting there that, you know, they were playing the Montreal Canadians the night that I was there. And I would have never guessed that it would have uh, began my career playing for that team. So um, I was in awe the whole time watching. I think I watched Smailers every, every shift because um, I was in awe the way that that guy took care of himself. Like most of us, you know what I mean? Yep. So, exactly. um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that was my first, my first taste of a, of a real NHL hockey game. So, um, you know, if, if I only knew those kind of things, then. Did you have any idea at all that, um, your next taste would be in the uniform of the team you watched that night? Uh, no, I, to be honest with you, Scott, I never had intentions. Um, I never, I don't think even as a kid, I was dreaming about playing in the NHL. Uh, I, I was doing a, a thing with Kelly Chase and Darren Pang uh, a couple of years ago, and they were kind of shocked when I said that. But, you know, I was I was from a real small town, and, and you know, everything for us was seasonal, right? We went from baseball to football to hockey to, to track, and so I was – I had been invited to a Cincinnati's red camp uh, as far as for tryout. I never did that. I was tinkering with football and somehow I ended up at the university of North Dakota and, and I got very fortunate. My whole career was very fortunate because I felt I was always in the right place at the right time. I had the right kind of coaches at the right time that saw a need for a guy like me that could fit into the kind of team that they were building. So um, I, I was just doing the, a podcast yesterday with Vern Fiddler and we have some of the same similarities of how he came through and he was kind of, he had the Barry Trotz and the Dave Tippett and all them kind of coaches that kind of liked the way that, that we had played. 
The voice you hear is Craig Ludwig, former UND, two-time national champion, three-time WCHA champion, two-time Stanley Cup champion. I don't know where you keep all this stuff, but uh, we'll talk about that as we go along. You listen to Game on Hockey in the Mighty 790 and 104.7 FM. He's also the star of Suds with Luds, which we'll discuss even further as we move along. The first time I ever saw you uh, was the training camp in 1979 on the campus University of North Dakota. You walked into the, uni- the the dressing room that had the Universal Gym and put the weight down to the bottom and started lifting it. And the rest of us wimpy guys stood back and went, what the heck is that? Uh, you kind of set the bar high because your strength was something that was, was kind of amazing for us little weak guys to take a look at. You were, you were a specimen, my friend. Well, uh, you know, I... Again, I, I didn't. We didn't have a lot to do in Wisconsin, you know. So every every season and every sport, you know, had a little bit uh, different kind of training regimen. And and I think when I had kind of made the decision, along with you know, a high school coach and my parents, to uh, to go to the University of North Dakota and and being a big time school and probably being a fish out of water, I was trying to just do whatever I whatever I could do. And, and in all honesty, that, that was probably uh, the second most that I ever trained. The, the, the first most was when I was leaving school to go to camp in Montreal, but they were very similar. Um, I was scared to go to both of them and, you know, had no idea what I was getting into uh, either way. But, you know, and again, when I, when I got to school and, and saw, and now it's hard to say when I saw the facilities <laughs> now, now when the, the facility that they have now, right. Right. Um, you know, I never had, we never had any of that kind of stuff, even in high school. Most of our stuff was homemade. You know, we were lifting, ax- lifting axles and putting tires on them and, and you know, crazy things like that. So uh, I guess in a roundabout way, it all kind of paid off at the time. It didn't help my speed at all. That's for sure. You had been successful at UND and you end up in Montreal with all of the tradition there. And certainly there's got to be some level of pressure to play for the Canadians. Um, it is still a media center, certainly in Canada. Um, how was it for you to start there? And did you feel that pressure locally? I didn't, uh, you know what? I, I didn't feel the pressure because I don't think it even felt real at the time. Um, and, and probably the reason I didn't feel the pressure is because I never expected to be there. I, I went into that first training camp and to be completely honest, I went into every training camp thereafter having the same same kind of feeling as I, I never made a team. I, there was no way I was going to walk into any team and expect to be in the lineup. And so, uh, you know, I had some real good advice from a from a legend there in Grand Forks and Gino Gasparini. And when I when I got traded and when I left, uh, Gino had told me, you know, they drafted you for a reason. And so he said, there's too many players that they go to a pro camp and they try to be more than what they are. And they try to impress them. They said, they know what they're getting with you. Um, your kind of style, your kind of game, you have to just play that and do that when you get there. And, um, and so, but, but I was ready to go to the minors. I mean, I'm, I was surprised that I made it past the first cut and then the second cut. And um, so, and then when I got there was probably when it, it kind of sunk in when we had our very first team meeting and Bob Ganey, the captain at the time was kind of leading the whole charge and welcoming the guys to the, to the team and things like that. But even, even after the first game, I was always ready to, to head to the minors. And, and so I, I think I just, again, I had Jacques LaPerriere my first year as a D coach and, and he would kind of hold my hand through things and tell me what to need. The best, in, the, the, <laughs> Travi, you'll know this one. The best, the best advice I ever got was the glass is your friend. Use it. Oh boy. 
you know what? There's less, you know, and nothing dry. And, and we, we met up in Moorhead last year at a tournament. And you were telling your players, get the puck up off the glass. I watched a UND game last week when they're four feet from the blue line and they weren't getting the puck outside the zone. Craig, you learned, and we all learned the hard way, if you don't gain that blue line, it's going to come back to bite you. And it has way more. And, you're, and Oliver, you play a lot more games than I did, but you were smart enough to figure it out. Pretty important place to go, isn't it? Well, yeah, and I, I preach it to this day. I mean, with all of our guys, and I, I think a lot of players, especially in today, uh, the young kids, they they all they all think they're super skilled. And, and I think all we're trying to do is give them the right advice that, again, that I got a long time ago is is when you get there, there's little things that you have to do to stay there, and, and don't don't. It, it, there's never anything wrong with continuing to try to get better, but. When you talk about those blue lines, and I will tell you right now, I say it before every single game that we play, uh, out at your blue line, in at theirs. And um, but we, as we know, uh, the game has changed, and there's a lot more puck possession, and and I think the rules have a lot to do with that. Uh, you know, NHL doesn't have that that center line, obviously, and and so the game has changed in that sense, and the physicality isn't there the same either. So. Um, where you used to be able to tee off on guys that had their head down coming across the blue line, um, it doesn't happen as much anymore. So, you know, these kids have the confidence to do it. It's an exciting game now. I mean, I love watching it. I could have never played in it. Um, again, that's why I'm lucky the era that I came up in because there, there's no chance that that I would ever be playing probably college hockey or NHL hockey with the way that these kids can play and skate. But, yeah, you know what? It's funny. A lot of the things we learned 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, they still are valuable in today's games. You played 17 years in the NHL and won a cup in your last year, correct? Yes, sir. The final season. Yep. And you played 80 games that year. And and I remember being at your Stanley Cup victory. You didn't look like a guy who was done. Why did you decide to hang him up? Well, um, well, if you can remember being there, you could tell me about it because I don't remember any of that stuff. But um, <laughs> you know what I what I felt was I, I actually had I had thoughts of finishing the year before, and I'm I'm glad I was talked out of it. Uh, I just I think what happened was my twins were getting older. They you know they were just starting to get into high school and things like that, and to fast forward one year from the, from when we won it, um, I was asked by Bob Ganey to go to our farm team, which was in Kalamazoo at the time and, uh, and coach our minor league team. And Bob had told me or asked me, he goes, Hey, when you get there, uh, we got about five days in between games. I said, okay. And I said, that'd be a good, good time to, you know, kind of teach him what we're doing up at the big team and stuff like that. And he goes, well, take your equipment with you. And I said, take my equipment with me. Why the hell would I take my equipment with me? And he goes, well, I'll give you time to skate and put the stuff on and stuff like that. And I said, Bob, I, I'll take my gloves and my stick. I don't need anything else and my skates. And and he ultimately told me, he goes, I'd like you to come back. And and that was in January when I went. And I told him I'd think about it. And it's kind of the same reason why I, I think I, I finished it. Because I told him, I said, Bob, you know, I would be coming back in mid-season, um, I had been snowmobiling with about eight friends for that three months, and there was a there was a half barrel strapped to the back of my snowmobile every place I went, and so I was not in any kind of shape to be going back and stepping in the lineup. And I told him, I said, it's I don't really care about me making the mistakes, but my kids have to go to 
school the next day. And I would hate to hear some of them, their friends tell, hey, boy, did your dad get smoked last night? You know, just that losing an extra gear. And that's actually the way that I felt a year before we won the cup. So I was very happy that I hung on and, you know, got to, got to get that second ring. Well, we're going to do is take a quick break. The voice you're hearing is Craig Ludwig, former UND national champion, Stanley Cup, uh, 17 years in the National Hockey League. Scott Taylor, my partner in crime every Thursday on Game On. We'll take a three-minute break. When we come back, while well, we got questions about the shin pads, we got questions about Suds with Luds, how that came to be, and the great guests that he's got, how you can find that podcast for all the fans up here in, in, uh, in fighting Sioux country, Mr. Ludwig. We appreciate that. We'll take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll carry on the conversation with Craig Ludwig, Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn on a Thursday night. You're listening to Game On on the Mighty 790 KFGO and 104.7 FM. 104.7 KFGO FM Hope. And on the triple towers of power, the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. Uh, it is a beautiful Thursday night in Fargo, North Dakota, wherever you are, however you're listening. We appreciate that each and every Thursday night at 530. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for the Philadelphia Eagles at Houston. That should be a rock'em, sock'em, boring football game. I think all the football games have been boring. I'm not sure, Polly, if football is any good anymore, but that's another conversation for another day, isn't it? Right. I I don't follow too often. So. No, I don't. I don't either, but I know Scott Taylor does, uh, and Scott Taylor is my partner in crime. And also joining us on this beautiful Thursday night on the big show is uh, is um, Craig Ludwig. But first, got to get this out of the way. Well, get it out of the way. It's the Sioux Shop at the Ralph Engelstead Arena. Visit the Sioux Shop inside REA for all your new Sioux Shop gear or Visit SueShop.com. Great selection of jerseys, quarter zips, hoodies, and more. You can still buy the USA Hockey Hall of Fame game apparel. Uh, that might be discounted now after also featuring UND football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, t-shirts, and more. Leading up to North Dakota versus Denver. A, it's a huge rivalry game. Salute to Service Weekend Retired and Active Military. Ticket discount with military ID at the REA books box office. Also, North Dakota, Miami, Friday night, Ed Belfort, one more shift. Craig Ludwig, I wish he could be here, but I'm anticipating he's not because the next night is the 1982 National Champion Team 40-year anniversary. Tickets are in sale at the REA box office and Ticketmaster starting at $29. Mr. Ludwig, will you be there on the Saturday night or are you going to be coaching somewhere exotic? I am supposed to be coaching somewhere, but I had talked to Eddie uh, about this a few days ago, and we had talked to He's going to be there, I think, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. He's got something going on, I think, said Thursday. Yep. I had said something. I think actually we're in Detroit. That's where, we're, where our team is playing in Detroit. So I had thought about looking in to see if I could get in there for, for Eddie's deal on the Thursday night and then probably get out of there. But I don't even know if that's doable yet. i got to check on all of our flights and – Everything else. So, um, yeah, I, I miss the Eagle more than, you know, uh, but, I, and, and that's funny. I say that and, and I, and I see him enough and he skates with us on some alumni days and uh, a couple other times during the week that we skate. So, uh, but you never, you can never get enough of Ed Belfort. I need to take that back. You can get enough. <laughs> I, I, I rescind that a little bit. So <laughs> some things don't change. <clears throat> You played 17 years. Who were the best players you played with? Uh, again, it, it's hard for me to, to pick one player, uh, but I will start with Larry Robinson. Um, I would say Larry's, if, if I could say he was my MVP, um, 
and you know Larry so taught me so much about the position and 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 it was in game stuff. It wasn't you know years later. It was as you're playing the game and uh, and I'll throw Bob Gainey obviously in there too because I've said this many times and. Bob and Darian Hatcher uh, went into the Dallas Stars, now have a Hall of Fame. They went into the Hall of Fame uh, a few nights ago. We had a, a big to-do down at Gillies in Dallas, and Hatch and, and Bob Ganey went in, and I and I was standing with his son, Stephen, and, and I told Stephen, um, I've told this to other people too, I, did, I, I don't have the, the guts to say it right to Bob, but I had said that Bob Ganey is my Scotty Bowman, and and he he was the guy that was always teaching as he's playing, and but those two guys, Guy Lafleur, I mean, and I can go down to some guys like Chris Nyland. He was so important to me being an American at the time when I was there. Um, but I will always, I will always fall back to a couple defense partners that I had, and and one in Chris Chelios and the other one in Sergey Zubov. You know, for me, uh, I obviously needed guys like that <laughs> to be yeah. my partners. Yeah. Uh, I knew what my role was. So, um, but again, I would have a list of of guys that I love and, and played with, but I think Chelly, when I was, you know, when I was in that, that era and then Zuby that I finished with, um, they were able to carry the mail and I could just kind of sit back there and clean up any, any mistakes that were, that if they ever did make any, that was my job. You know, and there's also one thread from the university of North Dakota through some of your professional career. And the name was Rick Wilson. Uh, Rick was one of the ones that advocated that Gino keep you on that UND hockey team. He saw what you could become and what you be, what you did become, obviously. And he was also there in Dallas. So you spent a lot of your hockey career with Rick Wilson in there somewhere, right? Yeah, we talked about that the other night also. Uh, Rick and I were up in the suite together. And uh, Rick is actually coming on the podcast with me. And I, I have a lot of questions for Rick, only how he handled guys like myself. How did he handle the, the younger age uh guys and and he had all the details he had all the little tricks and the details of of playing the game and uh, it's funny when you say that travis because his wife carol uh we were at uh sergey zubov's uh jersey thing a year ago uh in dallas and carol was sitting down in the bar at the w with me before rick came down she got to tell you a little story and i said what's that carol she goes you know that husband of mine really believed in you and i said really she goes I came home after that first week when you were here in your very first year, and I asked him, what the hell is the deal with the big blonde kid out there? He can't even skate. And, and I said, well, yeah, I was kind of surprised too. And, and apparently Will said, told her, you just wait. He's going to play in the pros someday. So that, that to me is what these guys that are coaches, not just Rick, all of these guys have been around a long time. They see little details in people's games, and they may not be the best player, but at that particular time, he knew the kind of player that I could be to survive in the NHL. And and the, he was another one along with Gino that just said, this is what you do. This is what you're good at. And this is why they want you to come to their team. So just do those kind of things. So I had great advice. I had great mentors and, and coaches and, and the players and all that. That's the voice of Craig Ludwig. Uh, you're listening to Game on Hockey with Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn, each Thursday night. Uh, you know, the one thing I'm always very surprised at when I think back, Craig, when we we ended up as defense partners one night, and that was the night you scored your only goal in your freshman year at UND, and you know that I never scored a goal, so thanks for setting me up on one. But uh, I was there when you scored that goal. I remember it so, so vividly. Top shelfed it from the blue line. Do you remember that? No, I think you we talked about this last year when I saw you in, in Fargo yeah. or somewhere like that. I don't even remember the bus trip to the hotel today that we're in right now. Okay, Much well, that's okay. back 25, 40 years ago. Short-term memory issues, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, they're all self-inflicted, though. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. good point. <laughs> but, but, okay, let's get into the, the real important stuff. Suds with Luds. What was, the, what was the impetus of that? What started that up? And we talk about your sponsors and people, how people can... Man, I tell you what, I've watched each and every episode. Entertaining as heck. You must be bored. You have to be bored. <laughs> no, it's just entertaining. Chris Chelios and his mom? I mean, that's classic oh, yeah. stuff. That was gold, though, That with his mom. It was I mean, gold. She was probably lying too when she said she remembered me. She was nice about that, but uh, you know what? It's how it started was there, there was a man in Dallas, and there's a there's a pretty popular radio station there called The Ticket, and a guy by the name of Mike Reiner had started that. Well, a couple of years ago, he walked away doing podcasts out of his basement, and six seven months ago, he had an idea. He goes, "Listen, I want to get a football player, a baseball player, a basketball player, and a hockey player. Let's do a podcast that covers all four sports." So went out and got Nate Newton from the Cowboys, Derek Harper from the NBA, Kevin Mench from the Rangers, and they asked me to do it. And so, um, but it is work. I, I, I didn't, I said, oh yeah, sure. Let's go. This has got to be easy, but you know, you got to find somebody every week and you got to tap dance around the other guys in the studio. I mean, we have a nice little studio that we have. And um, you know, I, I did a few shows. I think Chelly's show was from my, my parents' house in Wisconsin, which was a, Jesus, what was it in July? And there's Christmas trees in the background. My yep. mom doesn't even know what what year it is, much less what what month it is. So, <clears throat> but but it, it it's entertaining. I try to keep it light. Um, you know, I've had guys like Ed Belfour, uh, Chris Chelios. I had Chris Nylon on. Um, I just talked to you know you're probably familiar with the name Scott Burnside, mm-hmm. one of the the one of the best NHL. I don't know if you call them insiders or Scott's going to come on next week. I had Bern Fiddler on a couple days ago. So it kind of runs the whole, I got Burton Gilliam coming on. Scott, you may remember that name from Blazing Saddles. So, um, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to just pigeonhole it into old uh, guys that played in the eighties and nineties. So um, I may even have uh, somebody that's dialed into the Republican party, which I know nothing about, uh, well, we definitely can understand that when, when, when we try to get guests each and every week, guests like yourself, it's hard to get schedules. We did have uh, Troy Murray and Dave Tippett a couple weeks ago. That was pretty classic, and we should have like you, we should have had them individually because the stories are just awesome. Vlad, it's been awesome to have you. We got a break and kick you off and do some things as we're off at six twenty-five or just after that. After that, it's been great having you on board and great telling the stories. Suds with Vlad, and how do we find Suds with Vlad? Where is it? Uh, it's everywhere. It's on Spotify, and I think it's on you. I think most of the things are broadcast on YouTube. It's all under Suds with Vlad. Yeah, I have. Uh, it's funny when you talk about my sponsors. I have a whiskey company, Herman Marshall, and I have a gummy company. So I got the booze on one side and the CBD and THC on the other. So I guess they got me. They got me pinned down. We got Jarrell's Sporting Goods on ours. So that's you know you're familiar with Jarrell's back in the day in Grand Forks. Hey, Luds, thanks very much for joining us. Enjoy your trip to St. Louis. Hope it's a successful hockey tournament weekend. Enjoy, my friend. Thanks for being on our show. Uh, my my pleasure. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Craig. Ah, uh, the great Craig Ludwig uh, for, again, two-time Stanley Cup, two-time WCA, three-time WCHA, two-time, I can't even, all the accolades, just a great guy, great stories, we sure appreciate that. Scott, your memories, real quick here before we take a, take a quick break. Well, I, I remember him exactly as he described himself. He was big and slow yep. at the NHL level um, and was probably really, truly surprised to make the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. But he was exactly what that team needed. 
That was firebrand hockey. It was up and down the ice, skate, skate, skate. They needed somebody back there to kind of hold the fort. Yep. And that's exactly the way Fred Ludwig played for 17 NHL seasons. And if you look at his record, just just grab the league prospects and the stats. Barely missed any games. Right. He was a big, tough defensive defenseman who played 75 to 80 games a season through his whole career. And I don't doubt Bob Gainey asked him to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. One more commercial. We'll wrap it up, and you can say goodbye from the Winnipeg Arena or the, whatever the heck they call it in Winnipeg. We are listening to Game on Hockey on, a, on KFGL. We appreciate you doing so. Quick break. Come back. We'll wrap this uh, big show up. Uh, we sure appreciate you listening to Game On with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn. We'll be back after this message. The Mighty 790 KFGL. And welcome back to the Mighty 790 KFGO. This is Game on Hockey with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn. And with that, we'll let Scott do our final commercial of the evening. Golf Center Grand Forks been in the golf business for more than 35 years and received the 2021 Golf Digest prestigious Top 100 Fitters in America Award. They'll custom fit all your clubs, including PXG, Titleist, King, TaylorMade, and remember... This is the best time of the year to get a fitting for new clubs. Now, you've been playing all summer. You probably played yesterday. It was so nice out. And that summer swing is important in order to get the best fitting for your new clubs. Don't forget to get the trade-in credit for your current set right now. So get ready for next season now, and your new clubs will be ready to go right out of the bag in 2023. One more thing. Ping drivers are all on sale. The next generation clubs are coming out shortly, so take advantage of the great savings available today. Give Brian, the guys to call Golf Center, 3001 South Columbia Road in Grand Forks, or call them at 701-775-0019. And if you want to get a recap of the Done. Jets and the Montreal Canadiens, you go on gameon.ca, uh, uh, and Scott will have that right up. I'll put that on Twitter tomorrow. Follow me at TravisGDunn1 or Sports at Sports. So, from Winnipeg, Scott Taylor says goodnight. From Grand Forks, ah, it's been a great show. Craig Ludwig, great guest. Billy Keen, great guest. Make sure to stay tuned for football after this. Uh, you've been listening to Game On Hockey. It's been a pleasure joining, having you. We hope you join us next week. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Paul Alliance. And good night from the mighty 790 KFGO.